This is episode six of the How to Ruin a Good Walk podcast. I'm not going to lie to you. We're going to go in hard today. You are. Oh, yeah. I'm going in. He's prepped with a big watch your beef later on. Um, but before we get into everything, we want to thank you all so much, don't we? Here, here. For all your support so far. Um, we didn't imagine we'd get the feedback that we've got. And we're just really grateful. So if you could keep sharing. So I, you can't, don't keep going nice, guys. I'll get the tissues out in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. All right, just saying thank you, mate. Just appreciate right, it. Go and get the, Kleene- the support oh, Is it Kleenex? Is that tissues? That is Kleenex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's going to get weird now. Yeah, anyway, moving on swiftly. Uh, what have we got coming up on today's show? As you know, Chopper of the Week. Um, two stories, um, really good ones. Uh, one in actually, oh, both of them Josh is involved in. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was set up for one of them. 100% set up. And I'll actually play a bit of commentary from the actual clip. Oh. Warning, my laugh. Um, secondly, we got tour trash talk. Obviously, we got some absolutely sad news of the legend uh, Peter Ellis. I mean, he's literally the person that I remember watching golf on the BBC. His voice is and the voice of golf. Golf, yeah, yeah, exactly. Then we're into watch your beef, and then tech talk. We're filming this the day the brand new Cobra Red. Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry, I had to do it. Very <laughs> <was so> strange. <laughs> um, has gone. Well, not gone live, been released, and the embargo, so all the reviews yeah. are out. And some tips in Tech Talk around what you could potentially do regarding drivers. Well, yeah, I was going to say about it, but it's a bit pointless, and it? We'll just have to wait till later. Have to wait till the end. That's the idea. Okay, Teaser. Teaser. let's get into Chopper of the Week. This is Chopper of the Week. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start with my story here okay does so, that person actually know you're going to mention them in this? yes he does i cleared it on the day that this happened. i can't believe you had to clear it with him i think you should just say no i had look. to i had to in. say i had to say mate i'm sorry but i've got to use this so as we all know golf is back we've been back out of the course and yes the rumors are true i did play wednesday thursday friday and saturday I can confirm. Rumours are very true. He's now in the doghouse. And uh, can I just I'm say, this is the house. same week that uh, Lauren, his girlfriend, actually took off two weeks. Well, you're meant to go away. I admit we were that. meant to go away. But she kept the two weeks off. But she also <laughs> didn't said... Didn't see Josh for five days. I didn't want to get under her feet. You know what I mean? I didn't <laughs> want to get under her feet. She didn't enjoy her time off, as was I. So, we played Northern on Friday. I'm going to set the scene here. The weather up... In Manchester was horrendous on Friday. It was actually snowing, wasn't it? We had rain, we had snow. Me, who can, used to consider myself as a fair weather golfer, braved it. At one point, it was full on like sleety, snowing, like horrendous. And at that point, we walked off. But before that Is happened, that your story? no, no, no. Before that happened, some absolute gold presented itself to me. So we were playing with a good friend of ours, Mike. Okay. And I'm not using second names? Uh, yeah, Mike Turner. Okay. <laughs> so, Mike. It's not like he's killed someone. No, that's very true. Very uh, true. Don't tell anybody his name's Mike. It could be very <laughs> elusive. Uh, all you Mikes in Manchester area. <laughs> well, Mike absolutely loves golf, right? He like He's constantly playing. He's Left or right pegger? Left. Left pegger? Left pegger. Left pegger. I mean, uh, not being funny, it's, that tee shot is not good for a left pegger. No, it's I not. I mean, it's not good for a right pegger, but I don't mind hitting it into the Mersey with a slice, but... Yeah, anyway. Anyway, so we, he's not played for six weeks and he only started playing golf two years ago, to be fair to him, okay? But he loves it. He's had lessons. He's really worked on his game. And since we first started playing, he is a lot better. Like, and I'm going to describe... You're buttering it up here. No, I am buttering him up. I am buttering him up. But I'm going to describe his swing here in one word. And that's violent, okay? (laughs) Like, if he connects, right? If he connects, it absolutely... Like, what do you mean by violent? Like, Like... he just swings a hundred mile an hour, everything, right? <laughs> and if he connects, it goes absolutely miles, right? To be fair to him, it goes miles. But he is known to hit it a bit all over the planet, right? So, Bayman has not played golf for six weeks, right? At least six weeks, as we were in lockdown. He turns up, he texts me, lad, lad, I'm going to be late. Can you go in the pro shop, pay for me? I'll send you the money. I'm going to be late. Get us a drink. I'm, go- I'm running late. We literally, we, we, me and Sam, who we were playing with, walk over to first tee. Where's Mike? He's not here. 
comes screeching into the car park. Right? Hell of a preparation going down here. So we're walking over to the first tee. He's all sorted, but he's not had a swing or anything. We get to the first tee, and there's another member on the first tee. Oh, God. So we were like, hey, mate. Like, he wasn't on the tee sheet. Hey, mate. Oh, lads, I was meant to be out with the group in front, but they just shot off without me. You're right if I play with you. Obviously, we can't say no. Like, we can't be like, you sorry, mate. You no. could have just been proper ballsy there and just gone, nah. I'm, nah, mate, sorry. I'm not like that. I was like, yeah, mate, it's fine. We're playing with a guest. It's fine. So, we're, oh we're still on the first tee. I hit off, and I think I, I hit an all right one, or hit onto down, like, down the left a little bit. Um, Leach hit off. This one maybe hits off. Mike stepped on the tee. Right? And he was like, well, this is going to go well. He's talking himself down already. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So he's like, this is going to go well. Not someone called six weeks. I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. He swings at this ball, right? And it just shoots up in there. <laughs> to what left, though? So right, you set, the left, scene, set the scene in the golf hole at, at Northenden, right? So set if, that scene. If you are on the first tee and you're looking down the hole, anything right is in the Mersey. Mm-hmm. Anything left for the first 100 yards is either on the putting green or in the car park. Or in the clubhouse. Or in the clubhouse, <laughs> right? And Mike has hit this ball and it's just gone straight on the putting green. <laughs> the point was it like firing in low or no, was it like, like a little loopy? It like bit? popped off like, I don't know where it would come was off it the top toe of the ball. Yeah, but it like Ooh, popped dear. up. And there was no one on the putting green. But we're like, I'm like sort of laughing a little bit. Oh, don't worry about it, mate. Pegging. Nah, mate, it's all right. I'll drop one down there. Just leaves his but Doesn't even bother going and getting it. It's like, no, I'm not, not going to get it. Not being funny. I probably wouldn't have gone and got mate, the ball. Right. So... We're then on the... He then started like getting into it, playing a bit, playing better. We get to the sixth hole, right? I think it was the sixth. Yeah, get to the sixth hole, and it's a long par five. Mm-hmm. So I hit driver off the tee, I think Sam hit wedge, and we're down there. Right? Sam hit wedge off the Not tee? Not wedge, uh, four iron. <laughs> hell of a wedge, dude. Hell of a wedge the guy's got. <laughs> just a little... Bloody hell, he shall off. I'll fire it in that wedge. <laughs> no, is it four iron off the tee? Avid uh, driver, this other bloke's hit one. But this other bloke has also been like talking to Mike and talking him round. Like, how long have you been playing, mate? Oh, keep at it, stick at it. Right. Do this, try this, try that. I don't want to do what What was this level doing. guy at? Was he like it was pretty decent? He was all right, but. What we're saying is all right. Like, he kept up with me and Sam. Like, he was, he was, he was all right. No, no, but I mean, steady what, away, is like, he single straight. figures? Is he? I didn't ask him. Bloody hell, it's valuable, piece, valuable about piece same, of information. About, about the same as me. Bit of my beef, that. 13 handicapper. No offence. Shorter than me, though. But, wow, pick, um, that, pick that card up. <laughs> um, so, we're on the sixth. We're, we're down there, right? And Mike gets this hybrid out of his bag that he tried to hit off the first tee. Oh, dear. So, this club's not been out since the first tee. I think he may have had it out, but basically, he stood there in the fairway, right? And we're, we're a little bit further, like a couple yards further on. So, we he's to go first. Mm. So he lines his ball up, and I, I like stood there like waiting for him to it, and he swings it under my hour like he does, right? And he, this almighty chunk just comes out the floor, right? No ball, uh, right? And he like swings through, and he like looks up, looks down the fairway, and goes, "I didn't see that. That's where he go." The ball, <laughs> the ball is still by his feet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so he's seen this chunk of mud. Fly off, thinking, oh, ball's gone. I ripped that one. A little Wait. bit of ball and divot. But here's me. I'm stood there thinking, oh, it's a practice swing maybe. Or, <laughs> or he, might have, like, he might have missed it, but he knows it's there. He had no idea, mate. I was howling, laughing. Where's that gone, lads? I didn't see it. It's by your feet, Mike. <laughs> Absolutely quality. And then, like, we to top it all off, we, we finished the hole and it starts snowing and we're like, we're going to have to call it a day. We don't really, it's, it's cold, it's wet. Go call it a day. Said to this lad, this bloke that's playing with us, go call it a day, mate. Um, we're going to walk in, blah, blah. So we start walking in and this guy shouts and goes, stick at it, Mike. <laughs> and I was like, you met him like six old, like an hour ago tops and you, you tell him to stick at it. Like, It'll be all right, lad. You yeah. stick at it. But there's a little, there's a bit of a um, oh, there's a bit to this story. Bit isn't to it? this, isn't there? So actually, one of my friends is actually a member at Northern Golf Club. Um, I speak to him a little bit, and uh, he texted me actually about asking about lesson vouchers. But then he also went, also, 
I think one of your mates hit it on the putting green on Friday. <laughs> I was like, what? So I've been thinking about this, and I think because I'm sure maybe it was the guy you played with being dirt in the doing the deed. Either the guy that played with, or I'm sure that I he asked me or mentioned to me about I was wearing of wearing of Puma. Oh, sponsored life. Cheers, cheers, Alex. Um, and he's like saying, "Oh, buddy, how you got?" Like, you mentioned it, and I mentioned about you being a Puma ambassador and this and that. Plugging the channel, you know what I mean, lad? Good luck. Do my bit. Did you just give him a card? Do my bit for the team. I was talking about the podcast and that. Um, so I don't know Hope whether he doesn't he's... listen to this now. I know, yeah. I don't know whether he's then spoke to someone and said, oh, this happened, and then they know you, kind of thing. Mate, you do realise they're going to think it's either you or Sam, Wasn't and you're going to go up to the golf club next week, and they're going to be like, are you that lad there in the putting green? Yeah, but then they'll also look at the results from the comp on Saturday, and be like, I've got yeah. 36 points hey, hey. in the team. These boys like... finishing tied seventh in the first comp. Go on, Leach it. Yeah. Anyway, we don't want to hear about them, do Absolute we? Absolute performance. So, go so on, moral of the story is, don't hit it high off the toe onto the putting green. And stick at it, Mike. <laughs> go on, Mike, stick at it, lad. Just on that point of sticking at it, our good friend Carl, who's literally down the doldrums about playing golf and basically wanting to give it up about a week ago. He was selling his clubs a week ago. Literally selling his clubs. I'm not bigging myself up here, oh, yes. but I am going to big myself up. up. Came down for a lesson trumpet. on Saturday. Bone his trumpet. I mean, that just sounded like you farted. <laughs> That was my trumpet. <laughs> um, new man, that's all I'm going to say. Absolutely new man. Ripping, Ripping it. it. He's actually got some speed. Now, got, Carl's a golfer. The word I'd use, if Mike's violent, Carl would be delicate. Soft. <laughs> so Soft. There's not really any speed in there. Well, there wasn't. Now no. there is. Yeah, and I'm going to say, it's quite impressive, actually. How long was he with you? I'm going to say we're there an, an hour. An hour? Yeah, an hour. And he's ripping it. And he's absolutely ripping it. So it's good to actually have him back because he was what we do. he was quitting. Team, my team member, that. My team member. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you needed it. Big Sorry. game coming up. Big game coming up. Big game coming 18th. up. 18th. 18th. <laughs> Hilston Hall. Big match. I'm sure we're going to have some stories from that, everybody, by the way. I'm sure we will. So on to the second story of Chopper of the Week. So as you know, me and Josh have started a What's in the Bag golf show that goes up every Friday on my YouTube channel. Uh, I just want to actually play something from the video. If you've not checked it out, please do go and check this out. Bad. I was set up, everyone. So we've got a section. We're calling it Wheel of Doom, aren't we? Wheel of Doom, yes. So you, we basically, there's, there's about five or six different things on there. One of them being, play a hole like Matt Wolf. So picture his swing. That would be a violent swing, wouldn't it? Well, a violent it's swing. a very different swing, put it that way. But so, basically, we span the Wheel of doom and it was my turn it was my week and i landed on play a hole like matt wolf i mean let me be funny one of them is actually play a hole like ian poulter so not just dressed like in the bright colors like you might be thinking actually dressed as a postman remember well, the rider post Cup? box post box right yeah okay so this is the commentary listen to this so basically josh had to swing like matt wolf we missed the ball we topped the ball we did a Mike Turner and took big divots. Massive divots. That's known as a Mike Turner now, I think. <laughs> Sorry, we have Mike. to patent that, Mike. Patent that. If you missed the ball, I want everybody to put hashtag, this Mike. is a Mike Turner. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, Mike. Anyway, this is this is the commentary. Okay. To go. Whereas the green's just down here. Yes. If you hit this good, you should get pretty close. I'm going to go three wood, if I hit this good. The, the big if being the word... Not gonna go well. <laughs> You've done me there, mate. Absolutely done me. So that happens. That was ridiculous. Josh storms off. What a ridiculous laugh, my Josh I had. storms off and cue the clown music. <laughs> what is that? I'd like to apologise to Josh. That was horrendous. Yeah, that's all you know. Storming off right now. Absolutely done me with this. Oh, I enjoy that music every single time. It just brightens up my day. It's like watching you being framed. Can I just say what basically happens at that point in the video is me just chopping it up. Like, I'm talking like hitting the end of my toe with the ball, chopping it up. It's not pretty. But it's not my swing. And it works for Matt Wolf, but it doesn't work for everyone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just not pretty, mate. But guys, as always... Send in your choppers of the week. We want them. We want your stories. Send them to how to ruin a good walk at 
gmail.com. I nearly forgot that then. Wow. It was on the tip of my tongue. Tip of your tongue. Anyway, let's move on. Oh, no, we, we're going to need to say who we're going to give it to this week. Oh, we do, don't we? Yes. We do. It ain't going to be me. Sorry, no, Mike. No. no, no. Sorry, Mike. You've stuck it on the putting green <laughs> and you've hit the ball without Wait, We didn't it. even consult this between us. Yeah. You've just gone for it here. Yeah, doesn't need consulting. Okay, fair enough. He hit the ball, or he didn't hit the ball, thought a bit of mud was the ball, <laughs> and didn't hit the ball at his feet. And you have got something that's hopefully going to get trending on Instagram. Hashtag the Mike Turners. <laughs> Brutal. Sorry, Mike. I wish you, are... I wish you got a video of that. Like... Yeah, I need to be more on it with my phone. Yeah, you do, place. 100%. <laughs> but then I don't think Mike could want to play if I did that. A bit like when I was setting up Joe. Yeah, a bit like that, yeah. Yeah, need that. Well, we're doing or, that. Or we'll, when you set me up. We'll be doing that at Hellison Hall, don't worry. Yeah, cheers, mate. Um, sorry, Mike, you are this week's Chopper of the Week. Your certificate will be in the post. <laughs> right. Enjoy, wear it with pride. <laughs> Put where, it up on your... Wear where's it. a certificate? Put it on the mantelpiece in pride, <laughs> with pride. Okay, let's move on to tour trash talk. It's weird, we have an effect that does that. Yeah, Alex just still does it with his mouth. Do you know why I do it? Why? Because when I'm going through and editing it, I can see where that little peak is. And I know it's not my laugh because there's only one of them. There'll be like five or six, like a hyena before you say it. Um, and I just want to just know I'm editing and putting the uh, animated swish noise in. It's about, it's, but basically, just it's a, it's a noise film when I hit my driver, not when Josh hits his driver. Cheers. On that note, I just want to apologise to anyone that listened to the podcast last week no, in no, headphones. No, 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 I'm not apologising. No, 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 I'm apologising for you here, mate. Why? There was a point in the podcast last week where Alex got so close to the mic and so loud that Lauren, my missus, was listening to it and she jumped out of a Exactly, skin. we're keeping you on the edge. <laughs> it's keeping you on the edge. That's what it's about. So I apologise. You never know guys. when it's going to come. It's like watching one of those things on Facebook where you think it's something and it's not. And it's like, bang! And you're like, whoa. Well, you get we, again, and did it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. To all trash about this week, obviously we had yeah, some serious horrible, now. horrendous, sad news of the death of Peter Alice. Um, and obviously a lot of people will know him as the voice of golf. And I think he, was work- he worked for the BBC for years and years and years. And he's, you may not recognise him as a person, but you would definitely recognise his voice from watching golf. 100%, um, Mike. If, if I remember watching the Open when it was on BBC, watching Masters highlights, his voice is literally... It's like synonymous what, with the yeah, sport. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was going to try and do an impression, but I just won't do it no. justice at all. No, and he's, he's a legend of the game, but this is the other thing as well is... I Not didn't realise this, actually, what you're about to say. I never realised this. I just thought he was like, you know, like a pundit yeah. um, and just well-renowned for being like very knowledgeable at golf. I didn't realise is what Josh is about to say yeah. right now. So not only was he a legend from a commentating point of view, but he was also an unbelievable golfer. He had 31 wins on tour and he never won a major, but his highest finish in the major was tied eighth and that was in the Masters and in the Open. Unbelievable. So like, that's that's some feat. It's a lot of wins, that. Imagine if... Like, I, I don't know how true this is. One of the gents that I teach today was telling me about, like, oh, over his whole career, he's earned more money commentating than he did when he was playing. Like, with all those wins and the Masters and stuff, he only earned still a lot of money, but, like, twenty, thirty thousand pounds 30,000 pounds. If you have 31 wins and you finish eighth in the Masters and the Open... You probably got about twenty-eight million pounds these days. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? He's he, the time that he was playing in, they probably didn't earn what they're earning now. No. but then, what a career he had going from that, and then basically becoming the voice of golf. Um, and like, it, but it's not this is the thing though. It's not just his voice. It's the, it's the way he commentated, like going off on tangents, saying random stuff like I'm going to build one out here Josh. yeah you've got Alex got some quotes here so this is out. Faldo versus Norman in the Masters 1996 and if you're interested two years after I was born um, <laughs> um, look at that Faldo looks like a young man again poor old Greg well it looks like he's ready for his bus pass <laughs> just brutally honest absolutely there's another one here that I that I quite enjoyed um, and it was after Tiger Woods shot an 81 at the 2002 Open, which obviously we all know is ridiculous. I, that No one ever expects that. So Tiger, he shot an 81 at 2002, and Peter Alley said, it's like turning up to hear Pavarotti sing and finding out he has laryngitis. 
Wow. Like, just like scathing. <laughs> I think towards the end of his career, he was a little bit on the edge, wasn't just, he? Just didn't, didn't but matter what he was actually, he's just, he is who he is. And he's a legend. Yeah. The, the, legend. I mean, I never, I didn't, I didn't watch this open. I was a bit too young. Um, but Van, Van Der Velde at Carnoustie when he uh, messed up, basically. Um, so if anybody knows this story, um, Carnoustie's got like a, a creek that runs down. Van der Velde tried to play it out the creek. He needed like a double bogey to win right. or force a playoff. So you, in hindsight, he would have just dropped, taken a drop. And, and popped it on two-footed. Yeah. And he tries to play it out the creek anyway. Going for the win. He's, he's And this is Peter Alice's... Uh, but he would have won anyway. Like, he yeah. could have made double. He made bogey and still been all right, I think. Yeah. So this is Peter Alice's uh, uh, kind of commentary. What on earth are you doing? He's going to go... He's going to ga-ga. I don't know what that means. He's gone ga... Oh, no. Right. He's gone ga-ga. Oh, my God. Let's start this nice again. One, lad. Really, I really built that up. Do you want me to read some... it? Yeah, it's probably best, mate. I'll read it. I'll tell you a bit more about that. Alex Shaw's reading. Um, what on earth are you doing? He's gone gaga. To attempt to hit the ball out of there is pure madness. And I think with, with stuff like that, it's the way describing someone yeah, as going sound gaga. Yeah, good, does it? Say I've it? not got his voice, mate, <laughs> obviously. But like, it, it was the way he described things was, was just different. Like describing, there's one here as well where he describes, looks at, there we go. On the rough draw in the 2003 Open, it looks a bit like Jurassic Park in there. Like it's just different. He was just yeah. different, and he was synonymous with sport. So it's very, very, very sad. 100%. Just uh, a true legend. Yes. True legend. Big legend very, very missed. Absolutely. Right. Let's move on. Some lighter news now. To discuss the PJ Tour this week. Firstly. Last week, we're going on, or I'm going on, about DJs in the competition, DJs this, DJs that. DJ, DJ don't play. pulled out. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> nice one, lad. So I'm sure he heard our podcast and just thought, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, going you know to do gonna, this, lad, gonna in. Going to do that, lad, in. Thinks he knows his stuff. <laughs> nah. Um, but some good news, especially from a European point of view, already Masters, um, Ryder Cup, etc. Victor Hovland won on the PJ Tour this week. So that's his second win. He was the first Norwegian to ever win and he's now got two. And he won with a score of 20 under and he won by one shot over Aaron Wise. And he held a filthy put on the last, Yeah, by the way. for birdie, wasn't it? He won by How's one. your nerve, lad? Oh, mate, I, I actually think um, this guy is a future Ryder Cup star. I mean, obviously, with how he's playing right now, could he even play well, what should have been this year's Ryder Cup next, next year. year. I wonder how they're going to do that. It's... Whether they are going to actually... Pull straws. Surely they're going to have to pull straws. Unlucky lad, you missed out. <laughs> what it is, Rory, you've won and uh, you've just didn't completely grow a grand slam, so you put the wrong straw, seen a bit. <laughs> but uh, that, it's only good for from a European team point of yeah, view. Mate. Having a guy like this playing all these events on the PGA Tour um, and tearing it up, really. Like he's, was he, he's, that's, oh, Sorry, that's his second win, like I said. The first Norwegian to ever win and just... Unbelievable player, yeah. unbelievable player, and some swing as well. Yeah, it's at, and then you just, like, just got sometimes a bit of DJ like, about well, it. Just like, like sort of. Like the, I'm talking about the crook wrist at the top. Like, doesn't really do that. Well, I've seen a video of him doing it this week, mate. So it's just absolutely shot Josh down there. He's obviously changed his swing, and he's not keeping up. With um, the but but what but what he does do is like this, this double like pump, like he swings back sometimes. I've seen him do it. Didn't know if he still does it now. Then he, if he wants to hit it further, he swings back. Pumps it again, then swings down. What's like a swing to the top? Yeah, pump, pump it. higher. Yeah, and, and then go again. My God, beast mode. I definitely missed the ball. We should try that. That should be part of our wheel no, of death. No, I'm not. Wheel of death. It's gone. It's kind of a bit extreme there. Yeah. I'm not being set up again. By the way, guys, look out for this week's wheel of doom. Um, I absolutely own this week's wheel of doom. Just saying. Yeah, sort of. We'll keep an eye out for that coming on Friday. Hundred percent. Now, on the kind of Ryder Cup topics, going ahead to European Tour a little bit, um, we will bring up Christian Bezadenho in a second on his second win. But I just want to bring this up. We're saying about Victor Hovland being what could be a future star for the Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup team potentially is looking really strong. Like we've got, I'm looking at here, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven Europeans under the age of 25 playing this week in the DP World Championship. So, 19, Romus Hogard, Ramus, Ramus Hogard, Wilco Nina Burr. That's Rasmus was the first Rasmus one. Rasmus, is guys. it? 
Struggle reading, Josh. I'll do it. Garrick Higo. Here we go. He's going to even pronounce Poseidon now last week. Sammy Valimaki, Victor Hovland, and then we've got Renato Peratore, Sean Crocker, Sam Horsfield, Marcus Kinholt, and Bobby McIntyre. Aye. But this is unbelievable for the European team yeah. having all these guys. And But I guess you look at it from an American side, they've got guys coming through. Colin Marikawa, they've got uh, Matt Wolf, guys of that ilk. You just look well. at you look at how good these young guys are so early. I mean, that, that Rasmus has won twice on tour. Yeah. Like, He's 19 years old. There's people who play their whole career and win once. Yeah. And then you've got Marcus Kinnell. Actually, interesting story about Marcus Kinnell. When I was caddying, uh, we played the... Um, Nordia Masters, uh, just outside Stockholm, uh, in a place called uh, Malmo. We stayed in Malmo. Yep. Um, this this event actually, he was leading as an amateur at the time. I think he was like possibly twenty, nineteen, uh, and he led from the first round all the way to the final round, and he he just missed out on winning. But everybody was like, "Oh my god, this guy!" Like obviously yeah. being a home favorite as well. So many people around him, and he just looked like a, a future star. Which he obviously is. Well, he is, but it's going to sound like I'm dis- dissing his career. I'm not at all unbelievable talent. And I think he's going to go on to do bigger things than he's done already. But go on, diss think- his career. No, no, no. Go on, do I it. Think- I think he was just slow, slower than a lot of people Ooh. anticipated to do what he's done. Ooh. Don't you time twist that. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? I th- I- yeah, I just no, think- I understand. And this-, and this is the thing with this DP World event in Dubai. This is the season finale. This isn't just another event. This- there's some big names playing mm. in this. Like... Patrick Reed's playing, Alex's mate. Um, <laughs> Colin Morikawa's playing, Till Hatton's playing, Ian Poulter's there. Like, there's there's some big names playing in the event, and it's not like Thomas Peters is one of them. Yeah, you and just, just, just on, on his about. note, Thomas Peters, like, I remember him playing the Ryder Cup, and he sort of flopped a bit at the Ryder Cup, didn't play as good. Pressure. And That's got to be, it's, it? it's got to be, it's got to be. I mean, the guy's won four times on tour. Um, he's like, just earned over 7.1 million euros in prize money. Cheers. Cheers. But, okay, in the last three years, he's won once. Yeah. But, but I'm not, like, he's such a talent. I don't know why he's gone off the boil. But, but you see it all the time, I guess. Like, Yeah, players, I, I agree. Players have unbelievable seasons and then not flop, but have a lesser season the next. And I guess, like, the, the way he's played, okay, he's only won once in the last couple of years, but he's obviously... But he's, we've got his earnings here as 434000 this year. this year. I mean, it's not bad, is it? So no. he's obviously finishing Actually, his stroke well. average is the best it's been in, the, in a while. So that obviously shows how good the Europeans are getting. Yeah, maybe maybe we're thing. too quick to sometimes, like, say it's the player. Maybe the, maybe the competition is just getting better and better. Exactly. And I think, OK, it's been a strange year this year. And the fact that he's earned just short of half a million is unbelievable like he's obviously playing really well but that's the thing it's I think people are very easy to say he's flopping actually yeah, but he has flopped a bit though. I know yeah but has everyone else around him just got that bit better and he well, just needs to work on his game just look and... how good the young players are that around him exactly so I think it's good for... it's just work on your game good... <laughs> you said that I didn't say anything <laughs> but you it's only good for the European tour it's only good for the European Ryder Cup team to have all these guys coming through and from a tour perspective, it makes it more competitive. It makes it more desirable to watch. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Like, man, you got all these young talents playing. It, it's, it's, it. Man, I was gonna no, maybe be careful what I say. Uh, but it, yeah, it's better to watch. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It does become better to watch. But let's just get on. It to makes this. it go a bit more modern. Is what yeah, I'm trying to say. Exactly. And I think while we're on this subject, we need to talk about the guy that we went on about last week. Christian Bezadenho. Two wins. Well done, mate. That's third win. You can have that as a win, mate. Yeah, get it. Um, Two wins in a row. That's ballsy. Two wins in a row. I don't ever remember anybody else doing that. We told told his story last week and about where he's come from and what happened. Sorry to interrupt. I think Peter Ellis, don't quote me on this, everybody. The guy I've talked today said Peter Ellis won four in a row at one point. I don't know how true that is, so that's not a true fact from Josh Kinder's book of facts. (laughs) But um, from what? Um, I was told today. Hearsay. Yeah, hearsay, we'll say. 
he won four times in a row. Now, someone please tell me if I'm wrong, email us in. Um, but t- anyway, I don't remember anybody else winning two times in a row. Just, we just said how strong the competition is. Yeah. Now, one thing I would say is... In South Africa, we won yeah, again. Yeah, and what the South Africans are very good on their own grasses because, yeah. as I've spoken about before, and like the grain on the gra- greens is really hard. The rough's really hard to play out of, and there definitely is a knack to putting and chipping out yeah. in South Africa. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not dismissing what he's done at all. Unbelievable achievement, yeah. especially after what he's been through. And wow, I mean, he shot himself right up the world rankings. It's going to be... Well, he's, he's something like fifth. In the tour rankings this year now or something. Imagine he goes on to win DP World, wins the last three events of the year. Unbelievable. But this is the thing, though. He didn't just win. Oh, yeah. He pissed it. He pretty much ran away with it. He was 18 under and he was five shots clear. Different event. Just like a different class. Are you on different tees there, sir? (laughs) He's played a shorter course. Yeah. I think, sir, you played that wrong. You're too good. But unbelievable achievement. Like, Alex, how obviously you've been on tour and carried on tour. How carried hard? on tour? Caddied, I, said. I thought you said carried on tour. Well, you did carry, didn't you? It's a fair point. Yeah, how, I've never heard it like that before. How hard is it to do that? Because you see all the time where guys will play amazing one week. Oh yeah. And win an event and miss a cut the next. I, Bryson plays amazing at the US Open. Okay, it's a couple of weeks after. Flops at the Masters. Yeah. Like, and you see week on week they miss. You the always cut see it round to round. Like you see it. Where people go and shoot nearly course record like sixty two or, yeah. or whatever, and the next round they can't hit the hat. Like, they can't hit the hat. But yeah, but how hard is it to uh, do that? That's with the talent that's out there right now. The one thing I would say is the field probably wasn't as strong as it could have been the second one, right? Because DP World this week, some of the players potentially taking will have stayed off. in Dubai yeah. after the events and taken a week off. But that is not dissing it at all. Unbelievable achievement. Back to back wins is a joke. Hey, hey, sir. Hey, well hey, sir. Unbelievable. And again, this is only going to play into the European hands from your Ryder Cup point of view. Another player... He's not European, oh, mate. South African, isn't he? Wow. Uh, on that note, let's move. What a wally. <laughs> I mean, from the President Cup point of view, he's definitely going to get in the team. Is he a PJ Tour member? He might be. He's got a chance. He needs to become a member. I hope he is. But with that, if, if obviously with those two wins, if he goes up to Royal Rankings enough, he'll be in all the majors for next year. He lost. I think he'd definitely be in the Open for next year now. Yeah. After that, um, and then if you get on PJ Tour, it opens up a world of amazing imagination. He's <laughs> a lot of opportunity. <laughs> yeah. No, but what, one one thing is, and you see this like Louis Tazen did this. He won the Open and went on to conquer um, in the States. Ernie Els done the same thing. When you play in South Africa, I would say it's a little bit similar. It's like Bermudery kind of grass when yeah. you play in America. And the golf is a little bit similar. It's like kind of like, it's almost like target golf a bit. Yeah. Where like the greens are a little bit softer or not, not softer in the sense of like puddings, but the ball will land and react. Whereas in the UK or kind of sometimes in Europe, you've yep. got to play for a little bit of runs, shots. Yeah. It's very much more like target golf. So you could see him so going you, on. Yeah. I was say, so what you're basically saying is, if he does get on the PJ Tour. Yeah, which he might already have some... He'd definitely be knocking the door for some invites. And especially he's with Modest Golf Group. And yep. they're, they're, they're owned by Nahor and they can do whatever they want. <laughs> they're massive. Yeah, huge. But you're saying that he'll be in a good position because of the way he can play these courses. Yeah, 100%. I wouldn't be surprised in the next two years if he wins on the PJ Tour. Big, bold statement, isn't it? It's a very, very big statement. I called it here first. Well, I hope I hope we can dig this clip out. We put it in a podcast in two years' time, and we're saying oh, we called this first. Back back when we were not so big as we are now, because we're going to be huge in two years' time. In that right, look. Hopefully. Hopefully, please share. <laughs> <laughs> back to the PJ Tour. Then this week they've got the QBE Shootout. This is a bit of a different event. This is so sounds so much like that World Golf Tour wanted to do. By the way, and this I, is, this the, is the PJ Tour pissing on their chips. It's basically, it, it, it looks like the PJ Tour is saying, stuff you lads. 100%. We're going to do this before you can even set up what you want to do. And they're basically, it's a team's event. So players are playing in twos. And it, I guess it's it's more of an event. It's an event, isn't it? It's a full it, event. It's like an expi- exhibition. Like, yeah, yeah. It, obviously, it's not. It's a, it's an event on the tour, but be it seems that way. Be interesting to know if you win, do you still get like a year or two years exemption? Like if you won a, a normal event, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe there'd be. I guess you would, but that like golf sixes, you know, that the UK or European tour had. Yeah. You don't quite get full exemptions. You might get like, 
half a year. Or I don't, I don't know what it is. You don't get a full thing. So maybe potentially it's a similar thing. Yeah. Yeah. But some big names, Kevin Nahr, Matt Wolf. Um, these, these guys are playing it like we were saying before, maybe it'd be a bit quieter is if there even is an event between now and New Year. But yeah, I think you see a lot of the big guys taking some time some off. Some of still playing. And, and speaking of big guys, has anybody been keeping up with uh, Brooks Kepka's Instagram? <laughs> Absolute baller. The guy is enjoying himself. Guys, if you've not had a look, like he put a video out this week yeah. of him on holiday just arsing around. Like it was like a spoofy kind funny. of. It was a bit. was a bit cringy. It was a bit cringy. It was a bit cringy. But he was the rolling guy, in the sand with his missus. The guy's living life. And then his missus was feeding him grapes. And there was like there was like a point in the video where he's like on the beach playing a golf shot, and then someone runs in with a rake and starts raking the beach. Like, it was pretty funny. He's just having a good time, but he's go and check it out. It's just ridiculous. You know what's also mad? We played an event. Um, I'm going to bring this up actually. When I carry for Tom. We played a Challenge Shore event in Kazakhstan. And it was the year ball, where right? we, we finished third, actually. A fourth, actually. Third or fourth. And we, we thought we'd, we had a good chance to win, to be fair. We had a really good chance, but Tom played mint. Um, and the group behind us was Chase Kepka, which is Brooks Kepka's brother. Okay. Two years earlier, Brooks Kepka w- um, graduated from the Challenge Shore to European Tour and quickly went on to the PGA Tour. Right, okay. Um, and uh, he was... Uh, had this, I've forgotten his name here, this... Chase had this guy on the bag and they were doing really well. They'd already pretty much secured a European tour card for next year. Right. Uh, and he was with this caddy and they walk off the green after um, they finished and we were about to go to presentation and him and his caddy go, Tour, baby! And like, me and Tom looked at each other like... First of all, I'd like to apologise if you've just blown your eardrums. Tour, baby! And I'm like, oh, no! Oh. That was cringing. Two weeks later, I didn't have that caddy any longer. Yeah, obviously not. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't. Maybe not try in two weeks, but oh. he didn't have them much longer. And it, it's like, I mean, I get it. You're you're excited and and everything, but I don't think they took into kind of consideration who everybody else was around. Around them, yeah. And you made yourself like a bit of a knob there, aren't you? Me? No, them. Oh, me? Yeah. Not you. I thought I was going to say bloody hell. No, I told a it. brilliant story there from behind the ropes. <laughs> from behind the, the inside scoop with Alex Elliott. Kinder's book of secrets, <laughs> not secrets, uh, facts. Anyway. I think that wraps it up for Tour Trash Talk this week. We've got the DP World this week, um, so we'll be bringing the scoop on that next week, along with the QB shootout. But let's move on to What's Your Beef. I've done it again. Um, so, What's Your Beef this week? What's Your Beef? My beef is, so, you know, you think of the UK if you're listening from elsewhere... It's pretty damn wet in the winter, isn't it? We get a bit of rain. See, it's not dry. It's, it's not cold. Dry. It's, it's not. wet. But I know it's dark, where you're going with this. And it's muddy. It's all those things. You're gonna. I, I know exactly okay. where you're going with this, and you're gonna punch me. So one one of one of at a certain golf club, um, one of the guys I heard moaning saying, "Bloody hell, fairways are long. This is bad. That's bad. Greens aren't great." I felt like saying to him. They've had no staff because obviously we've been shut. Yeah. Unlimited staff. Yeah. It has done nothing but hose it down for four weeks. What do you expect? Like this golf club is in a lot better condition than anywhere else in the area. Like I know some yeah. of the golf courses that are really close by, and you may as well take your boat. They're struggling. Yeah. You you need like a hovercraft. There's, yeah. It's like it's like playing in a bowl of mud and smudge soup. <laughs> but. Uh... I understand what you're saying, and it, it it's wrong for people to moan. Yeah, and I, and I get why members get frustrated because if you think about it this way, you you pay good money. Yeah, to, that's to, what I'm gonna say. To in be a member, shit but at the end of the day, golf's a summer sport. Correct, it is a summer sport, and we do not have good win- good weather in the winter. So, for me, do I complain when I'm on the golf course and I hit a good shot and it plugs and I lose it in the winter? Yes, you do. Yes, I do. Obviously, I think everyone does but that. But you don't hit good shots. That's harsh, mate. That is so harsh. Last time I checked, the ball didn't plug in the fairway. Mate, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I'm joking. You'd be surprised. You. No, I but know what you mean. Well, under leaves, all those things. All that, yeah. Okay, so here you go, Josh. In the winter, what do you think greenkeepers can do to make it better? Well, they can't. They can't. And I know they can't. You can't be cutting the fairways every week. It's just going to ruin the course. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't. How are they going to firm it up? And the you? trouble is at the minute because it's it's not been super cold. The fairways are still growing, which is why they're getting yeah. longer. But it's too wet to bloody cut them. Yeah, exactly. And 
to be fair, fair play to Northern. Yes, it is where it does get get a bit wet at points, but the greens have been absolutely pure. Yeah, you're USJ greens, aren't yeah. you? That's, that's a really good thing that you've got there. Like the greens are basically like they've been dug out and prepared properly. They're not just cut fairways that have been over the 100 years being cut, cut really down. short. Yeah, and this is the thing with this people moaning about it. Do I have a moan when I'm playing and I lose my ball? Yes. Is it frustrating? Yes. Is it harder when the the fairways are a bit longer? Yes. Am I going to go into the pro shop and moan about it? Absolutely. Yeah, people do, Probably mate. Probably not. People no. do. It's ridiculous. People what do they walk expect? into the pro shop and are like, well, that was crap, innit? Well, it's a state in that golf course. Like the pro or the staff at the shop. Couldn't do anything yeah. about it. Yeah. Like, okay, what, you, you direct to a golf, you head a golf. There map. are certain things I guess you can do. But what? But, no, but, but it's it all not. costs money. There's not. This it's is drainage. It. It's all these yeah. things. And, that, and drainage, I think I think members, you know, I think members think drainage costs about 100 quid. Maybe. Like, to drain a fairway, I bet you you wouldn't get much change out of 30 to 40, maybe 50 grand. Yeah. It's like, like it's, you so, have to get a big digger, you have to get all these yeah, things. Yeah. So, this is something that they're doing at Northern at the minute. They're, they've put drainage in all over the course. So, I'll go backwards a little bit. Something they do at Northern that I think is really good, they have something called the 500 Club. So, <laughs> I basically got... You, not forced the, into you it. You say it's a 500 Club, but you've got to go in, haven't you? I got b- b- bullied into it. The guy was like, sign up. Blah, blah, blah. But it's good for the club. You pay £5 a month, you get a chance at winning 500 quid, and all the proceeds, like the rest of the money, goes to the course and the greenkeepers, whether it's equipment, things oh, they're so doing. So, it's like court. a raffle? Yeah, so you've got a chance of winning 500 quid. And the rest of it? And the rest of it goes to the course. So, how many members are there? Well, there's my... I don't know how many members there is, but my... Let's say, let's say how many members. How, how, how many are you guessing? At? How many members are we guessing at? Well, this is the thing. Not everyone's in it. I know my number's like 463. Okay, so let's say there's 500 people. That Each yeah. month there's two, two, and thousand, and two and a half grand. Yeah, so but they so at the minute they've they've... Re- like some of the, minus obviously paying people out yeah so they've redone some of the um, tee boxes they've completely changed the tee box on the 8th like made it look pretty and in essence and that's a great nicer. idea because people actually can see it's like a double win isn't it you're actually paying for help to the club to invest money back into the club yeah so you of course you but then also you might get 500 notes exactly and they've also the question is Josh dug a pond for drainage on the 16th hole. Oh, I've not seen that. I need to see that. Yeah, so they've put they've put in a, a new pond. It's not really in play for the big hitters. Wow. <laughs> I hope <laughs> no. I play with you and I hope <laughs> you knob it in there. And that'll be straight on here, me mentioning it, let me tell you. But what they do is, what it does is it, it drains the course in essence. Okay, That's so the it's idea, like, a, like it? a point to which it comes Yeah, to. so as much as people moan about it, it costs money. You know, I just remembered, we drove past Northern on the motor the day and you were like, oh, there's the holy ground or something oh, you mate. said. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely, mate. Best wow. course in the area. It's very good, to be fair. It is. So here's the question, right? Say you win the 500 quid. Yes. Are you expecting, you know, like golf club, like one of them things, if you ever win like money or you ever win something, you've got to put it behind the bar. Are you expected <laughs> to put it behind the bar? Well, absolutely I, not. I expected it. There's one place where it's not going and that's behind the bar. The only place it's going to be in my back pocket. Like I'll give, like I give to the five hundred club. I'll put my put my money in. I want my money out. Yeah, so, I, I would definitely agree. So definitely think that people need to stop moaning about it in the winter because they can't do anything about it. It's the weather. Yeah. If you've got an issue, move. I do have an issue with the weather, as I said last week. I also have an issue with it. But if you're going to complain about it and go to pro shop and complain, sorry, mate, move to Spain. Okay, moving on to our... That's a very good point. I think we should go for a trip and take the podcast abroad. Um, so, thinking about things that get on my beef, that's the right thing to say. Get on your nerves. Nerves, that's to say. People moaning about top golf, as in it's not golf. It's, 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 it's a it's, driving range. Yeah, but people are like, oh, it shouldn't be like that. It should be like a traditional driving range. As far as I'm aware, it's absolutely mint. And I'm saying this, I've never been. Sorry, we're... Is he just back to the old snobby, yeah, old idiot people that just live in the past? Like things like Top Golf, 
Top Golf, like the range in Manchester, like indoor golf where it's yeah. like a bar. It's about bringing different people into the sport and growing the game. Yeah, mate. Have you seen Top Golf Las Vegas? I don't think I have. Oh wow! Alex will show me a picture. See, it, it, from the mate, outside, it they like have a, a pool. Oh, like this is. They have a pool. That's just unbelievable. Like, like look at that. It's like a holiday resort. <laughs> yeah, mate. And mate, that like that. Look at that picture there. That is just a dream, isn't it? Yeah. So basically, guys, if you've not seen Top Golf, put it in Google right now. Put it in Google Las Vegas. Basically, it you get like a section. Yeah. So the way I can sort of describe it, if you imagine like a bowling alley, yeah. you get like a section, don't you? It's similar to that. So you get like sofas, things that on, and you can pay more to go in certain areas and things like that. Obviously, pay more to go around the pool. Well, yeah, obviously, but it's. It's basically more of an experience. It's more of a like it's more of a party. Like, yeah, it's more of a party. You can play games. Yeah, like there's there's um, videos out there of a baseball player called Mike Trout. I've shown. Oh video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's at Top Golf and hitting out the park. He's basically just hitting it. Him stood hitting it over the net. Like and all all the team are there and they're all cheering and it's more of a party, fun, go and have a good time kind of environment. Like. And these are things that golf need. People need to stop complaining about it. If you don't like it, don't go. Yeah, 100%. Top golf, bring one to Manchester. Please, <laughs> please do. Honestly, like, it just looks so fun. And the nearest one to us is Watford. Yeah, um, so it's quite a way. Yeah, um, but honestly, just the games you can play, the whole experience. Do you think they've got a pool at the Watford one? <laughs> no, doubt it. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. It's Get like, in the sun. It's not just a driving range where you go and hit balls. There's, there's, food. there's games, there's food. It there's... is an experience. It's a like a day out, like a night out. Yeah, we've got to go. We have to do. Definitely have to go and do something there. Um, but yeah, if you're going to complain about it, shut in up. my opinion, exactly, shut up. Like, Take your beef elsewhere. If you're that bothered, go to your shitty, normal driving range and hit your 100 balls and go home. Well, like. there's a, where, where it says, no change given, where it's got a little post-it note on the wall saying, please call this number if you have any issues. If that number doesn't work, please call this number. If that doesn't that number doesn't work, call Gary from down the road. <laughs> and it, like, just, just stop complaining because the, things like this are growing the game, top golf. And you know what? what it could be the future. That could be how people play golf. As yeah, in certain yeah. people, not like, saying club members, but like yeah. certain certain like, like demographics of the golf. 100%. I completely agree. So I think it's great. I think it's great for the game. I think they need to keep doing it. Shut up, everybody. That's our beef right now. Okay, so moving on to Tech Talk. So it is that time of year when we all, all, the releases. all our favourite clubs come out. Everyone's favourite club. Bloody Christmas. It is Christmas, correct. Everyone's favourite club, the driver. Everyone loves a new driver, don't they? Everyone loves a new bit of gear. You love a bit of gear. I'm excited you are, eh? The new drivers are out. So, Are they today, all out? Are so, they all out? Or just... I don't know if they're out. I know, we know one of them is out because it comes out today when we're filming this, which is actually yesterday to you guys. Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday, the 8th of December. The Cobra... Rad. No, say it properly. Say it properly. Go on. Do rad. It. Yeah, that's better. Do it again. Start the, the whole thing again. The, the cobra, cobra. Rad. Speed. <laughs> rad speed is Rad. Out. Right. So it's a bit bit strange what Cobra have done. Whereas like, so well, I guess it's not strange. Similar to what they did last year. Yeah. So they did the last year. They did the speed zone and the speed zone extreme. Now, what, what, the one thing manufacturers have done in the past, they've they've always had like kind of two alternatives it's usually yeah. being like a draw bias yeah. um or then uh, the standard ones but they just standard ones what i mean is they just go for kind of higher lofted middle lofted and low lofted yeah and then potentially some sometimes thrown in like one that's like weight adjustable and head adjustable and one that's not yeah but so this year what cobra have done is they've brought out three drivers so they brought out the red speed <laughs> I'm not going to do this every time. No, you've got to do it the every Rad time. Speed, you've got to do it every time. No, they've brought out the Rad Speed XB and the Rad Speed XD. So the XB basically is a bigger head. Yeah, so it's like the maximum size head you can have is like 460, and that's basically a bigger surface area. So right. they put the weight lower and further back, basically making it more forgiving, a bit more spin. And yeah. generally, more spin means you can hit the ball straighter. So it's a bit easier to hit. Yeah, like ping drivers have been known for being 
very forgiving because the weight is low and far back makes it really forgiving. Um, so, so do you reckon this is? Well, let's move on to the next one, then, and then I'll, yeah. I'll say what I'm going to say. The so next also, one. Also, sorry, just to say one thing: the weight is not adjustable on this B. Ah, uh, it's not. No. Right. Okay. Because so, like with so, for example, guys, with my F9, it has two weights in it, and I can move them both. Yeah, you can move them both. You can't move Where the weight at with all. That. Okay. I'm, I would even hesitant to say that you potentially can't even move the loft. It's just yeah. set. Yeah, just I, I don't 100 know on that one because I don't think anybody does. Um, but all we know is that we can't move the weight on the B. Right. So then the other one. Away the Rad the, Speed D. The Rad Speed XD. XD, sorry. So this is based on playing more of a draw. Yeah, so for your slices, Josh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, sorry, you're a hooker. They don't do one that says Rad Speed S. <laughs> you don't really that. It'd be F for fade, not slice. Nah. Cheers. <laughs> um, so basically, this is helps you play more of a draw. Again, it's all based on where the weights are yeah. in the head. So the weight is, if you're a draw driver, the, potentially the face would be a little bit offset, but the weight is then close to the heel, which ultimately gets the face closing down a little bit quicker. Look at that. You tell you, tell you coach, you tell you knows his stuff this lad. Um, so Alex, and, I, and then I'm assuming the rad speed is similar to like the SZ, what the pros would use, like they can move the weights around, et cetera, et cetera. So this is my question to you. Have they done like the bigger head and like the, the draw for like your higher handicappers? Like to uh, try and- Not to... necessarily. I think Bryson was actually using the extreme last year. Okay. So it's basically, I mean, he's looked at it obviously in terms of getting it set up perfectly for him. Yeah. It, and it doesn't necessarily, I'd say the draw one's probably for your higher handicappers. Your XB is potentially just from a look of a bit more forgiveness. Yeah. Uh, and then your, just your rad speed is fully adjustable. You can move the weights back to front and there's two sets of weights. So you can swap them over like yeah. on, on the F9. Um, you can yeah. move weight front to back and back to front. So the rad speed will be equivalent of like the SZ now. Yeah, exactly. Like the, like and the, the lower spinning head. Yeah. compared to the XB. Yeah. So, like, your players who create a lot of spin or your higher clubhead speed players or people like that potentially, but not it doesn't necessarily go further. It's what's perfect for you. For you. Yeah. And, again, guys, I guess this would, this would come down to going and trying them all. Like, going and trying them all. Hopefully, are we going to get one? Aren't we? we are going to get one. Oh, we are going to get one. So, in the Friday show, What's in the Bad Golf Show, goes out every Friday, we will be testing one of these drivers. So, keep an eye out for that. I've got to thank our Puma ambassador, who's to my right, for that one. Um, but, how exciting is it? All this new gear. Apparently, the Sim 2 is due out as well. So, the tailor-made Sim 2. Yeah, I've not, honestly... I've I'm seen not... it. It looks very similar, not going to lie. Also, sorry, since we're going back on this, we've not mentioned how the Rad Speed is like a matte finish on the head, oh. and the other two are like a glossy finish. But same colorway. I'm all about that. that I like the matte. Like it's like a green. They've it's like a like green, green gray. It's it? like a greeny, gray, matty, blacky yeah. color. It looks mint. I, I obviously I'm gonna say that, and you'd be like, oh, why you want to say that? But it just just generally look really it good. Does. I don't need to say anything. It's still got the infinity face. Yeah, I don't need to say anything, and it looks pure. But what I'm gonna, what I'm interested to see is when we do get one, is how it compares. To the SZ, but also... How can I use F9? Because you use F9. Because I, I use, use F9 SZ. now, and you use an SZ, exactly. So I'm really interested to see how this technology changed, because they're saying that the colored speed is increasing and all sorts of stuff. So I'm in intrigued to see how... Uh, yeah, I mean... I'll be surprised if it's much difference. Really? Yeah, I mean... It's only so quickly can make it come off the face. The way that Cobra are, being, are very clever is that like they're trying to save weight, which means you can swing it faster, yep. which then means you can get a faster ball speed that way. Yeah, so they've already got the face as quick as they can. They try to make the head as light as possible. So imagine like an F1 racing car. It's got like um, or a rally car. It's yep. got like uh, a roll cage in it. Yeah. So and everything attaches to the roll cage. Yeah. So this golf club has basically got like a roll cage and then a carbon fits to it so rather right, than okay. being all like titanium it makes it a lot lighter right okay see i didn't know that look at, look at them tech from alex man but that moves me on the fact that you mentioned that it not being too much different i, I don't I, i'll be surprised i'd be surprised that, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't go and buy it like 100%. if people like going buy a new drivers go and buy a new driver because the True. price point's pretty damn good yeah, yeah. It's still expensive, but... It is expensive, but that's something that Cobra have done really well. Yeah. Really well. Like £150 cheaper than the competitors. <laughs> Which is just ridiculous. Cheers, mum, for the money. <laughs> but what that's 
this sort of takes me on to what, what I just said there about it not being too different is why, and we're going to say this now, why not go and look at last year's? Yeah, in January. Go and buy last year's. Yeah, January. Look, if Honestly, if I, I don't know why people don't do that. Look, I've played, I played an F9 this summer and into the winter now, and I love, I love it. Like it's unbelievable driver. It's obviously now it's two series. Yeah, old, like were. if it was two to three years old, then I would potentially look at getting the most modern one. So if you've got a driver like three to five years old right now sitting yeah. at home, I potentially wouldn't go and buy one that's a year old. I'd probably just go the whole hog. Yeah. But if you're someone who's looking to change driver year on year, I'd just be a year behind. Yeah. That because makes, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Because and this is this is, for example, this is why. So when I when we looked at the F9, it was at two hundred fifty quid. Mm-hmm. When the speed zone was at three fifty, so what I imagine is going to happen now is that speed zone will drop, and the rad will slot, slot in slot in there. Yeah, I reckon. Like, in it becomes a no brainer because for us club golfers, you're going to get the same performance. Like realistically, y- yes, we all love having new gear, and I completely understand that. But be smart about it. Be a year behind. There's no reason other than. Look at me! I've got the brand new Cobra driver. It's, it's quite nice being. Look at me! I've got yeah, I know it is. But <laughs> whipping that bad boy out on the first tee, be like, <laughs> yeah, Cobra. If you want to send two, <laughs> <laughs> like, what, 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 be careful. What we're saying we're not saying don't go and buy the brand no, new driver because we're just saying if you don't want to spend all the money, potentially looking at just last year's is a good place to go. Yeah, definitely. But there is that's the thing. Go and try them. Go and try them is the key to it because. He's finding the right club for you and it looks like this is the one thing and that I will say about the new one. It looks pure. It looks so pure. I think so, it looks better than last year's. This is the thing. I wouldn't be surprised if people go saying, oh, look at last year's and then go, ah, yeah. oh, that's pure and it's only 100 quid more. Sod it. Yeah, that, that's what's very clever about what the price point is. Yeah. Whereas, like, you potentially have like your sim and your, your sim two, whereas the sim was like 489 yeah. quid. Now yeah. it might be 250 quid. It's like another 250 quid to go and get the latest yeah. one. So if one thing I'd say is this, as to clarify this, if you're looking away from Cobra, I'd pick it last year's. Yeah. I'm not just saying this. I'm talking about kind of price point. Definitely. Your tailor-made drivers, Maverick, to, almost like doubling Callaway, up. Maverick, yeah, you're same, almost doubling it? up to get to get that. Whereas if you're looking at Cobra, potentially because it's only £100 more, it's not a massive chunk difference. No. And I think, and I, like I said, that from a sales point of view, Cobra smashed it there because they'll just, in a way, clear up a little bit. Well, they have the last few years. Their market share must be going so much bigger. But drivers, it's not yeah. only that. The, what they built actually talks to itself, doesn't it? Yeah, and it performs. It and, performs. And like this, the, is, this is the thing with them having Bryson as well, is that he, no one is going to swing the club back. He swings it. No one's going to do the things he's doing. But yeah, he's using their equipment. So people look at it and think, bloody hell, he's swinging it like that. A, the club's going to last me a while because he's swinging it like that. It's not going to break if I had it, is yeah, it? <laughs> exactly. B, he's swinging like that. Maybe I could swing it like that. Okay, you got you got a lot of work to do. It's not just changing your driver, but but like it's good you've for seen them. so many drivers that are cheaper just flop because the technology isn't any good. Yeah, like you think the reason why you tailor made and all this and your Callaways and your PXG charge so much is the R and D. They claim yeah. that they got more R and D. But it clearly sees here that it doesn't have to be. All that R and D, probably COVID and exactly the same, and they yeah. got something that really does perform. Yeah, hundred percent, definitely. So, oh, that's the other thing I want to mention. Oh, your title list. Title list. So this is the thing. So we obviously we're expecting. I've seen a picture of a Speed Zone Two, not Speed Zone Sim Two. Sim Two. Sorry, um, I'm not seeing anything from Callaway yet. I think it might be like kind of New Year. They all kind of stagger it. Cobra are early. Cobra always do it before Christmas. I think. Smart. It's, Smart. Yeah. I and mean, you can't buy it yet. I think you can maybe pre-order. Right. But then you, your TaylorMade and your Co- Co- Callaway are kind of just after Christmas, January time, is where yeah. you'll see all the reviews on, on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube yeah. and all that jazz. So, Titleist have been had the TS2 and the TS3. Yeah, they're still pretty new, though, then, don't forget. This is the thing. So, were they, are we expecting one from no. them? No, they're like every two years and sometimes a bit longer. So, why, why didn't they do that? Is it from, is it a... I was trying to make a bullshit, a bullshit answer for you there, but I have no idea. But is, could it be like, 
the technology they don't think yeah. the technology is changing that much potentially like, potentially they're a bit more expensive so it's an investment do you know what i think sometimes it is it's like you buy it you invest in what we we offer you and we won't try and undercut you the next year and say your your technology's obsolete yeah. so it's more like so what they're basically saying is all these other guys are just churning but, out drivers potentially yeah and, and because it's more of a players club a tightless driver a player's player and put inverted commas won't tend to change their driver every single year yeah. they'll probably keep it for two to three years yeah. it's like i'm going to cycle that way okay yeah. I've, I've used this two to three years it's about time i get a new driver now might be new technology boom new tightless driver new tightless so driver. that's how i kind of think the psyche of tightless i may i may be completely wrong that might be absolutely bullshit but anyway that's how i think about it <laughs> excellent well guys i think that wraps it up for this week boom thank you again for all the support please keep get sharing tissues out what you say? It's tissues out is what I said. <laughs> Please keep sharing. Please keep pushing this out. We really appreciate it. We've had over 500 downloads, 500 listens now. So thank you. I can't, I can't say it enough. You've said enough. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget, we do have the show that goes live on Fridays. So if you want some more of us clawing around and actually testing some products, which yep. we've got a cool one this week, we've got some shoes insoles smart insoles which i'm still trying to work out how i link up to a phone and hopefully i can do that i feel like a complete technophobe right now um, yes. but they look quite cool so and the feedback when we get them working is unbelievable and i think it'll really help your golf game so tune into that It'll be out around about five o'clock ish on friday if you want more of us climbing around and me absolutely owning the wheel of doom cheers thanks for coming <laughs> excellent guys see you next week cheers guys